Should you worry about using screens before bed? Can you watch TV, use your phone, read on a device and still sleep well? What's the aspect of our screen time that I believe matters more than blue light? We'll cover all of this and more on today's episode. You want to sleep better? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Sleep Seekers podcast with me, your host, Emma Ashford. This show is all about you and your sleep, protecting it, promoting it, restoring it, and enjoying it. And all this naturally, no medications required. I teach the skills that mean your mind and body can allow the right amount of good quality sleep to come easily to you at the right time. In a world that can so easily take it away, I want to put sleep back at the top of the agenda. Your journey to great sleep and all the wonderful benefits it brings starts here. Hello and welcome back to the Sleep Seekers podcast. I'm your host, Emma Ashford, and today I'm going to be addressing the issue of using screens before bedtime, which is forming part of this wind down season on the podcast, but it's also a question I get asked about a lot. So reducing screen time or not using screens at all before bed tends to be the thing that people do the most and then think that this is therefore great wind down time and they're ticking that box as it were for their sleep. There's this idea that as long as you're not using screens before bed then you're having good wind down time. There are a number of issues with this which I will go on to explain in this podcast episode. The problem with screen time before bed seems to have become the most well-known and well-talked about part of improving sleep. It's become part of everyday conversations when it comes to sleep. Basically because electronic devices emit short wavelength enriched light, which is known as blue light. And this has been shown to reduce or delay melatonin production. There's starting to be some evidence that it's not as bad as originally thought, but we need to see how that research develops. But anyway, there's some evidence to say that blue light interferes with melatonin production. And melatonin is the hormone that signals to your body that it's time for nighttime and creates feelings of sleepiness. It's really important as part of your circadian rhythm, fancy word for your body clock. So because the blue light interferes with melatonin production, consequently, it can increase sleep latency, which basically means it takes longer to get to sleep and reduces the quality of your sleep. So obviously not good. The standard advice is to switch screens off an hour before bed so that it gives you a nice gap between screen use and going to sleep where that melatonin can develop. There are also various tools that you've probably heard of to try and help with these problems. So blue light glasses, um, screen filters for your screens. Many devices are fitted with nighttime modes which basically just reduce the level of blue light that they emit. And there's no doubt that these things can help. They provide sort of a layer of protection, if you like, between the blue light and the impact that this can have on your sleep. 
You can find the links to some of the tools that can help you with blue light in my sleep resources download, which you'll find linked in the show notes for this episode. However, this is not the full story and too many people think that it is. We've been led to believe that if we block the blue light, all is well and there's no harm in screen time before bed. The best advice is no screens during your wind down time. Just simply do something else. Read a book, listen to music, have a bath, do a little pamper session for yourself, whatever suits you. But the truth is that for a lot of people, this is just not going to happen. Screens are just a huge part of our lives these days. And the reality is that for a lot of people, putting screens down an hour before bed is just not going to happen. But I actually believe that much more important than the blue light issue is what we're doing on those screens. So for example, reading a book on a Kindle is very different to scrolling social media. Watching a bit of TV is very different to being on your work emails. Blue light filters or no blue light filters, that's the reality. So I believe it's much more important to have boundaries when it comes to what we're doing on our tech and whether this is going to stimulate the mind before we go to bed. This is what we need to stop an hour before bed far more than anything else. I believe it's less about the screen and more about what you're doing on that screen. Do I sometimes read on my iPad before sleep with no blue light filter? Yes. Would I ever be scrolling social straight before sleep? No. To me, those two things are very, very different. But then it's also true that some people are more sensitive to blue light than others. That's why I always think it's worth experimenting with different things just to see what impact it has on your sleep. And crucially, make a note of it. The wind down journal is really good for doing this because it lets you track your sleep and then make notes on what you did or didn't do so that you can find patterns and triggers and notice what works well for you and what doesn't. You'll find the links to the wind down journal in the show notes if you're interested in getting yourself a copy. So partly it's about how sensitive are you to blue light But then also think about what you're doing on your screens. It shouldn't be anything that stimulates your mind, gets you thinking, gets you worrying, gets you thinking too much about tomorrow. And remember, these things can be quite subconscious until you bring your attention to them. So again, it's worth tracking your sleep and worth noticing if there were triggers to good or bad sleep. And I always advocate for being strong on the other sleep skills. So things like how to manage your mind so that your thoughts don't take over, how to have good boundaries around your sleep. These go a really long way with everything else in the modern world. When you've got good sleep skills, which is, let's face it, what I do, that's what I teach all of the time, that's what all of my courses are about, those sleep skills offer you a level of protection against some of the tech and the way that the modern world is set up. So it's not a case of blue light being the issue in isolation, and as long as you block it, your sleep will be fine. And I think too often it seems as though that's the truth on a basic Google search 
or listening to basic sleep hygiene advice. Screen time is a much more complex topic to explore. So my message today is that it's not enough to just block blue light if you want to improve or to optimize your sleep. You also need to think about what you're doing on the screen and whether it's conducive to a good night's sleep or not. And further than that, it's a good idea to track your sleep for a while so that you can start to pay attention to what's positively and negatively influencing your sleep so that you can understand your own triggers and your own sensitivities. As mentioned, the wind down journal includes trackers to get you to review the quantity and the quality of your sleep and effectively become your own sleep tracker. You can also access my free sleep health check resource, which is another great resource for starting to pay attention to your sleep so that you can discover how to optimize it. You'll find the links to both of those resources in the show notes for today's episode. I hope this has helped you to see that there's more to the blue light issue and sleep than it can first seem with a very simple Google search or very simple basic sleep hygiene advice. And I hope that you'll use some of this to start to explore your own sleep more and notice your own triggers and your own sensitivities. Wishing you great sleep and I'll see you next time on the Sleep Seekers podcast. Don't forget to visit sleepseekers.academy to find out more and give us a follow on your preferred social media channel so you can stay up to date with what's happening. See you next time.